Welcome back. That's insane. That's insane. Locker Room Ladies Season 3. Let's get after it. Let's get after it. We have big things coming in 2023. Oh my name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. Thank you so much for joining again. I'm Charlotte Payne. I'm Maddie. Welcome back, you guys. We have lots to discuss. Mm-hmm. Much to discuss. Charlotte, much, this much, is much. almost the best part of football season and also the worst part of football season all in one. I yes. don't know why, but I feel like wild card season is where football season kind of peaks. Yes. That's kind of a hot take, honestly, because you'd think the Super Bowl would be the peak, right? No, but I think wild card weekend, anything can happen. Super Bowl's like Christmas because Christmas is great, but Christmas Day at the end of the night, Christmas is over. Mm -hmm. So that sucks. Wild card weekend is like Black Friday. You're getting ready, you're shopping. Of winter break. Like when you're a kid yes. and you come home from school and you just have the 13, 14, whatever days in front of you of just yes. pure nothingness. That is what it's like. It's like the first day it's of like winter, winter break. break. Yes. And it's and kind of synonymous Bowl, with that time. Yeah. Yeah. And then after the Super Bowl, you know that you kind of have yeah. to start getting ready to go back to school. And then we look into the off season and then we just have to wait until draft day. Maddie, speaking of looking into the offseason, looking into the future, Green Bay, Wisconsin as a whole, has crowned a brand new Erin. Oh, I love that, Charlotte. And her name is Erin Roberge, and she is the first female full-time athletic trainer in their franchise history for the Packers. So that is incredible. Uh, She started off as just an intern uh, back in 2020 for the organization, and she's done what every intern hopes to do in becoming a full-time employee. So congrats to you, because that's difficult in and of itself to make it out on the other side of the internship world and congrats for being the brand new Aaron in town. And I'm so excited to talk about this, Aaron. Yes. Assistant athletic trainer. We've had so much spotlight, well-deserved spotlight on athletic trainers in recent yes. weeks. We talked about the athletic training staff for the bills that saved Demar Hamlin's life and just the crucial, crucial role that these individuals play on every team but truly they put the safety in the sport and that's so 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 important we cannot have the game that we all love to watch and so many people love to play without the athletic training staff so I just think that it is such an incredible career path to choose it's probably so rewarding and I am just grateful for all of the individuals who choose that and help keep people safe and she has a pretty adorable background. I mean, any from anyone from Wisconsin is going to be adorable to me because they're Midwesterners. So <laughs> she, she is from Wisconsin. She went to the University of Wisconsin at Madison. She got her oh, degree Madison. there. Madison. And then she went on to get her master's in exercise science from Pennsylvania Western University. Oh, um, okay. There, yes, where she emphasized in performance enhancement and injury prevention. And just as I was saying, I can't find anything on Erin online. I found something on Erin online. And <laughs> it turns out when she was an undergrad, she was studying – 
I guess in addition to all the many things she was studying to get her to this level, she was also studying animal sciences, which is very unique, very, very cool. And just love that. (laughs) That's so interesting. I feel like I wouldn't have thought animal sciences would take you to NFL athletic trainer, but I love that path for her. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. So I'm excited for her to pave a new way. Um, As you said, the first woman too. First woman too. Um, As you said, Maddie, the athletic department, uh, the athletic training department in the NFL has been spotlighted a lot in the past couple of months. So hopefully she brings a new um, point of view to that, to that already very shining light. So very excited to have Erin as our newest locker room lady. Love it. Welcome to the wall of fame. And with that, we will be right back after a quick break. Okay, welcome back, guys. This is very, (laughs) (laughs) this is very, there's a lot to unpack here. Because first of all, Maddie, I'm pretty sure all of our predictions were wrong. (laughs) Were they all wrong? I think they may have been. I actually think I was right in that I said the Chiefs were going to beat the Jags. So Okay, I wanted to play devil's advocate, but also I thought it would be really cool if the Jags won. And I predicted it. But it was not cool. the way it was. That was, you know, that opened up the weekend. That we all saw that coming. The juggernaut that is Kansas City is going to an AFC championship game. And they're having right. it right at home. Just and like last year. I think, but I think we were right about the 49ers. I think we said the 49ers were going to beat the Cowboys. You're right. I think we did. Um, and then what other game am I missing? Oh, Giants-Eagles. <laughs> we were both uh, sadly yeah. uh, incorrect about that one. The Giants got very embarrassingly exposed. Um, I tuned it out. I mean, going into halftime, I was I was thinking to myself, the third quarter, the third quarter, the third quarter, <laughs> and it did not get any better. So I, I really just zoned out after that and mourned the loss of a really, really incredible potential for a Super Bowl run. But praise to a great season. I was very, very confident in that the Giants were going to shock the world on Saturday night. And you were. You were. Unfortunately, I, I stand by it, but I, unfortunately, that was not the case. It was it was a tough one to watch for sure. It was. And it then was tough. Our final game that we haven't yet talked about: Bills Bengals, a very highly anticipated matchup. Yes, did not turn out the way we thought, Charlotte. I thought the Bills were going to take it all the way and come home with that Lombardi Trophy this year. Unfortunately, they did not. They lost to the Bengals. They just did not look like the Buffalo Bills that we're used to seeing, Charlotte. What are your thoughts on this? I don't know if they didn't look like the Bills we're used to seeing this season or if the Bengals just looked so good. And, I mean, you factor in, it was snowing. They're in Buffalo. They've been in Buffalo for a couple weeks. They have all the tools in their toolbox to win that game. But I don't think they won because they they did play well. I think that the Bengals just played better. And I think that that is a team that's hungry for a championship title. And that's a team. The Bengals or the Bills? Bengals. I mean, they all are. All these teams are. And the Bills played their hearts out. And they had an amazing season. But I don't know. I mean, if not now, then when? That's another topic that we have to get to. Charlotte, I mean, let's get into it. Let's get into it yeah. now. This is my this is my take. And I'm not sure if this is this is a popular take or what, but this is mm-hmm. what I think. Here's the question I will pose. And this might be a complete overreaction, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it out. Do is it. the Bills Super Bowl window 
closing. And I think the reason that I have to pose that question is because actually, I believe I screenshotted a graphic to help me with this. Love a graphic. What if it was my graphic <laughs> from and the CBS was. Sports post game? I will let you know. This is from NFL, but um, that would be cool. That would okay. Been so fun. let's look at let's look at <laughs> the the playoff situation this year. So we have. The Jags with the 23-year-old quarterback and Trevor Lawrence. He is just 23 growing into his shoes as a starting quarterback in the NFL. And I do not think this is gonna be the last playoff appearance we see from him. No. We then have Jalen Hurts, who is hot right now. Absolutely. We have Daniel Jones who's gotten a bad rap, did not have his best showing on Saturday night. But if you look at Daniel's season as a whole, you have to be impressed by what he can do. And if you look at his performance in the wild card game, he is going to be successful somewhere. I would love to see him back in New York. I definitely could see him back in the playoffs in the next oh, yeah. year or so. For and I think sure. he'll be back in New York if I had to put money on I it. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Brock Purdy. Jury's still out on him, but we got another young one. We got Joe Burrow, the guy that beat the Bills himself. Joey Cool, if you will. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But, I mean, he is really the up-and-coming kind of he's dynasty that people it, are he, talking he's about. Guy. Yeah. Right? You have Patrick Mahomes, who does not seem to be slowing down. He played through an injury on Saturday, and – still came out on top his team the chiefs are still remain a juggernaut i yeah. love that word it, and then you got the Dak best word prescott, to describe them which you could just cross Dak prescott right off the list right there X. sorry <laughs> but yeah you gotta yeah. cross Yikes. them off the list but all of those quarterbacks quarterbacks except for Patrick Mahomes are younger than Josh Allen and not to say mm-hmm. that 26 years old is is old it's still very young and I'm, I'm speaking from experience because I'm going to turn 26 here in uh probably right around the time we record our next days. episode um, but but when you look at that and you look at the young talent and you look at the other teams with young talent you look at the I'm going to be biased but I'm going to say it Kenny Pickett's and you look at the quarterback talent in the NFL. You look at the Justin Fields even. The Bears are struggling, but I think on another team in the future, he could be a threat for sure. I don't know. There's there's a lot of young talent, and we really are approaching the start of a new era in the NFL. Charlotte, we've talked about this. When we talk about Tom Brady, we we say this is this guy that we've grown up with, the Big Bens, Mm -hmm. the Tom Brady's, the Eli Mannings, the Peyton Mannings. That era, Tom Brady is kind of the last man standing. And we're looking at this lineup of quarterbacks and there's just so much talent that's coming out of every single draft and is getting developed every single year. I look at a team like the Bills and I I look at what they did this year. I look at what they've gone through this year. And the past two years, really... All their cards were on the table, and I think they had every single opportunity for the past two seasons to really be that Super Bowl team. I do think they got screwed by the overtime rule last year against Kansas City. I think that they they really were Super Bowl caliber last season, and I do think that the Bills 
would have beat the Rams in the Super Bowl had they ended up going to the AFC Championship. I think they would have beat the Bengals and I think they would have beat the Rams. Obviously, we'll never know. But when you look at the Bills and how they played, I don't think this Bills team was as insanely good as Hmm. last year's Bills team or even the Bills team from the year before. And we've seen both of those teams get so close, but just not quite. And then this year, they almost just, just, they just didn't look like the Buffalo Bills that I'm used to seeing. And, And I really felt like every single person in America that maybe that wasn't a Bengals fan was sitting there rooting for Buffalo. This was and this even, was their year. I was like even every Bengals ounce of my fans. Being, even even Bengals, Bengals fans. fans. Yeah. With every ounce of my being, I wanted Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. I was like, this is yeah. their 2023. It is the year of Buffalo's first ever Super Bowl in franchise history. It has to be. They have everything going for them. And it, it honestly yeah. broke my heart a little. Yeah. To and see I, them get out like that. The only reason that I thought that they would go on to win the Super Bowl and I said I was not I would not be surprised if they did is because of the way that team that community came together following the DeMar Hamlin tragic events that turned into, you know, a miracle story story uh, fairy tale ending. Um, That's the really the only reason why I thought maybe this team can do it this year because they have this fire. They come together in such an incredible way. We've never seen this before, and we're watching this unfold. And this is a team that's going to go on and win the Super Bowl, and they're going to give rings out to all the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, athletic training staff who was there to help, and it's going to be this whole story. That all got crushed on Sunday night because they are not going to the Super Bowl. They are not going to the AFC Championship game. And to your point, if this team cannot win a Super Bowl in these past three years, they can't get there. Is there hope for the Buffalo for the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> it's so sad, Charlotte. Okay, and I don't. So I, I pose the question: Is the Super Bowl window closing for Buffalo? And I don't know that it's that extreme. I think there's still. I mean, obviously, this franchise has been around for so long; they still haven't gotten a Super Bowl win. But I mean, anything can happen, and we've seen crazier things happen. We've seen. I mean, the 49ers on paper, they're down to the very last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, <laughs> leading them into the NFC Championship. So anything Insane, is possible. That sentence. Anything is possible for for real. But yeah. I just think it's going to be an uphill battle for the Bills to get back to that AFC Championship stage yeah. in the way that the last three years have gone. I mean, the AFC is not getting any worse in terms of you have the Chiefs still, you have the Bengals still, and then you have other teams that the are going to potential that I think that are going to grow even more and more too. A team really? like that. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sold on the Chargers yet. I need to see something. I wasn't, I need to but see more from them. I mean, when you look at like the leaderboard of NFL quarterbacks Justin Herbert actually ranks in the top five top three and pass yards and you know I think that he's there I, I mean they have Austin Eckler you know they, they've, they've yeah. got a good yeah I well, don't know I wouldn't count out the Chargers don't count the out the Jags. AFC the Jags. I think you look at the Jags. I think you look at the Raiders. We don't know who's going to be their quarterback next year. I think they yeah. have a lot of offensive weapons on they that have team. Devontae Adams. You I look mean, hello. at the Ravens. Josh I hate Jacobs. to say it, but I mean, there's a lot of talent mm. in the AFC. So I think <laughs> I think it's going to be tough to. It's not a given, right? 
I mean, we'll see what happens with them. I don't think the window's closed. Does it ever close? I don't know. But no. This is a, but you're right. You bring up a good point. I mean, it's, it's I think more, it's, just, it's not the bills as a whole, but it's like Josh Allen's bills. Like, and again, right. you don't know. Josh Allen could play for 18 seasons. He could do what Big Ben did, but it's going to continue to be difficult. It's one of the most difficult things you can do is to win a Super Bowl. Like, that's so difficult and only one team can do it every season and the amount of work that it takes to get there and to be at that point in your career it's it's not an easy task so no it's just something that i just felt like this was this was their year this really felt like it was buffalo's year it did. and, and it not did. even a buffalo fan and it was just hard yeah. to see them go down like that and i also feel like they're so likable still they're, they, because they, they don't are. have that Super Bowl win yet. And Josh Allen just seems like you're a stand-up guy. He seems like the guy that you want to like go hang out with, go to trivia yeah. night with. I don't know. Exactly. He seems fun. Exactly. And speaking of guys who you'd want to go to trivia night with, um, on the other side of that insane matchup on Sunday, Joe Burrow. I mean, he is oh. just so cool. So I think he is the coolest, <laughs> obviously. Okay. I mean, Joey he cool. was Joey cool. Um, I don't know. I was watching. He's like all over the internet right now. He's all over TikTok. Yes. He's all over Instagram. And I'm seeing videos of, you know, him signing autographs and like answering quite. He is just your average, literally your average Joe. And I think okay. he's so cool. And I'm so excited for him. And my, he's three and oh against Patrick Mahomes. He's not lost to Patrick Mahomes. Okay. In the last four times, this team has gone to the, they're seeking their fourth Super Bowl. This team, I read this today. This is a little insane. And it really makes me believe that Joe Burrow is going to lead his team to another Super Bowl because they have only lost, or sorry, they've only, they've won three AFC championship appearances of their last four. So, I mean, this team refuses to lose, as we see. Mm. They don't care about your team's story. They don't care about any of that. They want to win a Super Bowl. They got so close. And then you look at the other side of that matchup with Patrick Mahomes. And he's done this before. And he's the only quarterback in that young rotation that you mentioned who's won a Super Bowl. He's the only one who has – he knows what it tastes like. He wants that again. And so this is a unique matchup with two young guys, one who knows what the victory tastes like and another one who – does not you know. Can but smell he, it. He you can, can smell, smell it. it. It's and like it's, that TikTok of Kourtney Kardashian sniffing the donuts, but she can't quite eat it. That is what the Bengals had last year. That's what Joe Burrow was. Yes, exactly. To the Super Bowl. That's it's so unique to this matchup. And I think I'm just so focused on the AFC because I work for CBS and we do AFC all the time. And per- perhaps that's why. But I don't know. I'm really into this AFC championship game and I'm so excited. And I think the Bengals played their hearts out in the snow with the white oh. uniform. They oh, went they in there. And they, yeah, so and the Bengals did. so good. Oh, they, they played I, so well. I have such a hard time with this because this is the, I'm looking at Joe Burrow. I think he's 25, 26. I'm looking at this guy as the guy that I'm my team is gonna have to play twice a year. 
for the next decade. This is true. Probably, this is true. Realistically. So this is, yes. he, he, he's hard to like from that aspect, but also he's hard to not like because he just seems like uh, just your average, like fun college kid. Well, he's like, he's like Kirk with. Cousins. I mean, like I wanted to love Kirk Cousins. He's cool, but I can't root for him. How do I root for him? I get what you I mean. I get where you're but going with it. I just have Maybe a hard time with that aspect it. of it. But also, I I wrote this down as Joey Cool. Is he too cool? And I what I mean by that. that, what I mean by that <laughs> is, yes, that, that Joe Burrow is part of that. But it's almost the Bengals as a whole. I just, I they have, I, and, and this could be strategy. And this could be, fake it till you make it. And it could be absolutely the right attitude to have, but don't they seem like for a team that hasn't tasted that victory, a little bit cocky. Ooh, I don't know. You know what? I I will say, we just talked about Joe Burrows all over Instagram. The NFL is posting him too, saying like, Oh, Joe, cool. Like, are we, yeah. I mean, I just, I the you're saying. Go in and they're like, I see what you're they're saying. Like, yeah, we're going to win, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And even, like, I don't know. I, I, it's, there's a line between confidence and cockiness. And, mm. I mean, if, if you... I see what you're saying. If you talk the talk, you better walk the walk. And so far they have. They've, they've that's, been That's what I was going to say. Good they've this season. It. But they also got beyond this point last season, and they couldn't seal the deal. So I don't know... That's what I mean by is Joey Cole is too cool. Like, are they I are they see. not like worried uh, enough about how big this stage is? I don't know. And maybe maybe this is the strategy. Maybe it's like fake it till you make it. They are going to go into this attitude with like we've been here before. We're going to win because they're playing against Patrick Mahomes, who's going to mm-hmm. be if he wins the AFC Championship, will be going to his third Super Bowl in three years. Crazy. Or third Super Bowl in four years. Something he like go that. Last year, but he went th- two years before right. that. So. Maybe they're just trying to match that energy and, and act like they've been there before. And I respect it. I'm just I'm just posing. I'm really into posing the questions today, Charlotte. I know I'm into this because I'm want to answer all of them. I think they've walked the walk. <laughs> they can talk that talk. Also, manifesting is a thing and it's real. Okay, I love that. When love Maddie and I were in Tampa, that. we just said that whole trip. We were like, we're going to have a good time. And it's going to be a great trip. We had no plan. We had no agenda, nothing. And it was great. People were just, you know, our Uber drivers were nice. Everybody was, you know, rolling out the red carpet. I think if they have that mentality and they've had that mentality and they posted that mentality, I would not, now I'm saying, I would not be surprised if the Bengals win the Super Bowl this year. They've proven me wrong time and time again. And I might as well succumb and just root for the Bengals. Uh, okay, Charlotte, I love it, but I can't root for them. I just, on I know, principle, I, I know. cannot. That would be like it. you saying you're going to root for the Eagles. You can't do it. You no, can't do it. No. Oh, so, speaking of. you, We'll talk about it in a second. You can't do <laughs> it. Like, I can't do it. As much as I want to be like, Joe Burrow is that guy. Like, he is him. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. Do I think he, as a person, is cool? Yes. Do I think he's <laughs> probably super fun to root for as your franchise quarterback absolutely but then also put some respect on Kenny Pickett because I feel like he's gonna be there he hasn't even had a full season yet in the NFL he only played I would like to say I have respected Kenny Pickett 
before Maddie did as the, as did. the quarterback. So I'm I'm all in on Kenny Pickett. I think he's, he's going to be just like Joe Burrow. I could see him having the same trajectory of the cool. He, the, oh, I could I see it with that, him. But he has, he has his own spin on it because he's, yeah. he's Pittsburgh. So, I mean, okay. So one thing that makes Kenny Pickett cooler than – than Joe Burrow is that <laughs> That's Joe Burrow's from Ohio. So I think Kenny Pickett just, you know, Ohio's like watered down Pennsylvania. And uh-huh. Kenny now Pickett's on the angry. other side. Is on the now, other she's, side now she's talking angry. The border there in Pittsburgh. So okay. I think that he does have the edge. And also he's a Jersey boy, Charlotte. So Kenny Pickett really is. Charlotte is from Jersey, I'm from Pittsburgh, so we gotta love Kenny Pickett on this He's podcast. He's like our love child. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, Jersey anyway or not if Philly, you are in. from Cincinnati, Joe Burrow is probably so much fun to root for. If you're not oh, from totally. Cincinnati, he's also probably fun to root for. But if you're an AFC mm-hmm. North fan and you're not a Bengals fan, you can't root for Joe Burrow, and that's the bottom line. I wish him well in his personal life, but I just can't remember <laughs> going to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Can't All do right, it. So and now every time we're saying Joe Burrow, I'm in my head saying it like this little girl in that video on TikTok who's drawing the picture of him. And she's like, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. <laughs> it's like me with Eli Manning when I was a kid. <laughs> Literally. I don't know why, but these things happen. Maddie, you wrote down in our notes we why we cannot root for the Eagles. I know why I can't. You mentioned it before. This is the obvious. Why can't you? Oh, Charlotte, I think I mentioned it like two weeks ago on the podcast. I have a... Oh, I know why. With my yes, uncle, you do. who's an Eagles fan. That That's it? I it's the bet? bet? Okay, well, also, it's kind of like we've talked about this cross-state rivalry kind of thing. Right, right. You can't... It's just the Philly Pittsburgh rivalry. You can't. I can't do it. I can't I do it. it. And I get it. You got the rivalry. It's a healthy rivalry. It's like the match. Like when fine, I made this but, bet, yeah. I truly thought that this was going to be an ongoing. Like this bet was going to hang around for five, six years <laughs> before either of our teams won another Super Bowl. I didn't think it was going to come up on me so fast. So I really, really, really would like to enjoy the Super Bowl and would like the Eagles to lose to the 49ers this weekend. So I don't have to think about that bet again until next year. Me too. And I do not want to see Sirianni so excited. You know, it's just a little Uh, salt in the wound. Fine. Enjoy your thing. I love it. But I don't know. I'm a fan of the Giants. I I couldn't. I I it was rough. It, right it was so it was rough. rough. It's great for Philly. I'm not into Philly <laughs> right now. So it was just it was tough. It was tough to watch. Maybe okay. Honestly, the Eagles seemed a little more cocky than the Bengals. Maybe the Bengals you know are just they, going into this did. with this. Maybe oh, the Bengals are manifesting, like you said, Charlotte. But the Eagles yes. are cocky. Ooh, love that take. Love that take. But I also feel that Philly is a gritty kind of like place. Like maybe that's just the Philly attitude. Maybe it could be confused for cockiness, but I'm down to say it's cockiness. I'm down to say it's cockiness. (laughs) Okay, fine. Charlotte, let's talk about another matchup. We had the Cowboys. We had the 49ers. Last yes, week, we did. What have I said <sighs> that I didn't know how talented Brock Purdy was? I wasn't sure. The jury's still out right. on him because the 49ers are such a good team. It's it's hard to pinpoint if the court how much of that the quarterback is responsible for. So I would just love to see him in any other team's offense just for like a few snaps, just like so engage I will his talent say, a little bit better. Our post about me being the quarterback 
I got a little love. I think I can do <laughs> I it. Get a little I, love. I think you could do su- it. <laughs> with the support of our close family and friends. I think, I think you could absolutely I, do it. Yeah. Charlotte, I know I have some fans in the stands. Absolutely <laughs> on the QB sneak. Totally. I think the Eagles actually was it the Eagles? There was a team this weekend that had a player that was like five foot six. Oh, oh, who goal was that? Line was touchdown. It the Bills? Wait, no. A, no, I think it was it might have been the Eagles. And, but when it happened, when it happened, I was like, oh my gosh, see, like that would be what Charlotte did in this situation. It might have been the Eagles, actually. Yes. I think it was. Yeah, I wouldn't but, have done it against yeah, the Giants. Yeah, it was though. five foot six. <laughs> yes, it was the player. I forget his name. But oh, they God, were they kept saying over and over and over again that he's had eleven touchdowns and like eight of them have been against the Giants. I'm Googling it. Boston Scott. Yes. Was that right? 11 touchdowns yeah. and eight of them playing against the Giants? That I don't know, but he's five foot six. <laughs> yeah, it was Boston Scott. For 11 sure. touchdowns, yeah. nine against the Giants, yes. Okay, nine against the Giants. So that was the ninth against the Giants. And then they kept saying it over and over games. again. And I was like, I'm not even a true Giants fan, and this is like rubbing salt in my wound. Just please yeah, stop saying that. Like, hey, we get six. it. Short. I know. Ever. I'm like, but so Fine. I was like, see, that was a prime example. Charlotte could do it. And you're small. Like you, you could just fit through those holes. I, I yeah. really, really think that you would be a weapon on, on the, the I really sneak, bring Charlotte. this. I bring this up often at work too. <laughs> I think you would. And everyone's saying, I don't think anyone would want to hit you. I'm like, no, 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 you can, I can handle it. <laughs> Come at me. But I, uh, I have my strategy. I think someone needs to give you a shot. We need to splash one out to all 32 teams. See who wants to sign to the practice squad. This offseason, love to, Charlotte. But I did say I'm not sure about Brock Purdy. I stand yeah. by that. I'm not. I'm not sure about Brock Purdy, but I like him now, Charlotte. I like him now. I'm not going to say he's going to be an elite starting quarterback for years to come. I don't know yet. I can't decide. The 49ers he's are just too having good. a good year. He's having but a good year. I like year. Brock Purdy now, and I'm and I'm not a 49ers fan, but you know he might he might get me over the edge to not be totally rooting against them now because. Charlotte, fun fact I learned this week. What is it? Brock Purdy has a University of Miami connection. Let me tell you what it is. Go Canes, baby. Brock's dad, Sean Purdy, actually played baseball at the University of Miami. What? Back in in the 80s when my dad was in college oh my god and he he played sorry he actually played in miami in the early 90s he first played at valencia community college and then at river state college for the late 80s and then he actually got drafted by the pittsburgh pirates in 1987 ended up going to sticking around, staying in college, went to the University of Miami, got drafted a few more times, and finally got drafted his last year at UMiami by the Angels in the 16th round of the 1991 draft. Wow. And so his dad is a cane, and I love that. So I'm like wow. all over the Brock Purdy train now, Charlotte. I had to share that with you on the podcast. Wait, I, I love was like, that. How cool Are they, is that? Were they Florida people? Oh, okay, so he was born in Arizona. Okay. 
Isn't Interesting. That, fun, that is so cool. Oh my god! And on Brock Purdy's Wikipedia page, I know I shouldn't be looking at Wikipedia, but it says he was recruited to go to Florida State. Could you imagine that rivalry oh, in the house? That I don't think I would like him so much. Wait, but I love that. I his do dad like went to Miami. Good Baseball. Like while my dad was at school, isn't that kind of cool? I feel like my dad I probably went that. to games and watched totally. Sean Purdy play baseball. At the life. If we ever get face to face with Brock Purdy, I'll ask him if he's gone to Miami games and if he's had the milkshakes. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to ask yeah. him and see what he thinks. But I am now a Brock Purdy fan because of a little factoid that I found out this week, Charlotte. So I, I have to it. share with you that the Canes ties run deep. They run very deep. Okay, moving on. Um, Maddie, can we talk about the Cowboys? Let's talk about the Cowboys. Um, Charlotte, I think there are phonies <laughs> during, during Hot or Dead a few weeks back. You said the Dak. Prescott is bad in the playoffs and I just would like to say that that still rings true and I could not be happier about it I don't know what it is but I think all the quarterbacks that we've been discussing they all seem like you want to hang out with them remember when I had my dream about Dak Prescott I totally take it back (laughs) he doesn't seem that nice like he he seems like he would not be fun at parties Listen, I mean, we, <laughs> whenever, I mean, I, whenever, he's a little intimidating. Whenever I say anything about anyone, I want to preface with, I don't know, I don't know these people, right? Exactly. If you were to ask me a year ago what I thought about Dak Prescott, I would have said, I don't know, I had a dream that he wins the MVP, and he seems cool, but I don't know. I feel like he got again, he got a little bit exposed in this game. And historically bad in the playoffs, but I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Aside from that, aside from that, something that rubbed me the absolute wrong way when it comes to Dak Prescott is last week, Wild Card Weekend, Brett Maher missing the four extra points. I think it was on the third extra point they cut to Dak throwing his helmet on the ground and yelling go for effing two like he was so mad at his kicker yeah okay in that game they were up by like multiple touchdowns so it wasn't exactly like this is you the have game to rely kick on your guy kind of you thing. have to stick with your guy right and then on top of that, I saw a clip of CeeDee Lamb sitting next to him as he came back to the bench after missing one of the extra points. And CeeDee Lamb said to him, like, it's all right. It's all right. You you got, you got bailed us out so many times. Like, don't worry. We got you. We got your back. And I was like, that is the way you need to talk to your teammate who's struggling because mm-hmm. it's about the team. If he's going through a case of the yips, like, the worst thing you can do is be upset with him and yell at him. Like, he needs that support. Like, we still got you. We still believe in you. Like, get back out there kind of thing. Right, right. Or he's going to still be messing up. He's going to be nervous the entire time. So I just didn't yeah. like that. I didn't think that the that morale. was a like team action. I understand, like, in the heat of the moment, you can get frustrated. But I think getting frustrated at one of your teammates, especially a teammate that's on a stage like a kicker. Like, I always feel kickers and goalies have kind a lot of, of pressure just, like, on them. So much pressure, right? And I just, it wasn't even that high. Like, it was a high-pressure situation in that it was the playoffs, but, but it wasn't a game. They, were, up. they were winning that game. And I yeah, wonder... So I didn't like that attitude. I didn't like it either. But I wonder what your thoughts on snowballing off of that 
Stephon what do you Diggs? think about Stefan Diggs' case of the yips? Because he seemed to have handled it well. I get why he was angry. I was open. Throw it to me. Josh Allen didn't look. It seemed like these guys are close. This is like just a case of the I'm pissed off right now. Takes to Twitter like, why are you pissed off about my thing? Okay. Like, I think looking at a different situation, you just got eliminated from the playoffs and you felt like things could have gone differently and you wouldn't have been eliminated. It's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how I would react to that situation, but like they just got eliminated. So obviously he's going to be way more upset. And, and I don't necessarily know, like, I don't know the behind the scenes. I don't know what was said in the locker room or behind closed doors, but it just seemed like he was mad in general and not at a specific teammate. Not right. just and Josh Allen, just mad at, like, the face of the franchise. Guys. You know, he's going to get right. the heat. Just right. mad at, like, the entire situation and how right. they fell short. But I just didn't like how Dak, like, singled out the kicker. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. We were all thinking it at home. Like, why did they kick that? They should have <laughs> yeah. gone different too. But you have to support your teammate for, for the good of your team. For for just – that's the thing. That's the thing too. Like, okay, so Stefan's season is over. We don't know what's going to happen in the off season. Yeah, it was – I don't know. I don't really have like that strong of an opinion on that because I don't know what I would do in that situation. You just watched your. I guess you're right. It's a different everyone thought situation. You were going to the Super Bowl and you just watched your season crumble in front of your eyes. Like that's got to be tough. But then you look at Dak. Just like you have to be there for your teammates. Yeah. Do you think though that that is an accurate? And I mean, this is a very loaded, broad question. Is that an accurate representation of him? Maybe he had every right to be pissed. It might not be. Maybe maybe it was a dick move, for lack of a better phrase. I mean, maybe there's just something to do. In the heat of the moment, we saw Devontae Adams run into that photog earlier this season. And then that was, I mean, he apologized afterwards. And I mean, in the heat of the moment, you don't know what you do. But the heat of the moment isn't the issue. it's after that's the problem. That's where, right. you know, if you right. apologize or if you, I mean, and perhaps the Brett and Dak got together, got dinner, grabbed a drink. <laughs> maybe. All well. Who knows? But, or maybe but they I hate just, each I other. The difference, <laughs> what I will say though, is I just thought the difference between how CD Lamb reacted and Dak Prescott reacted was very telling. And it, it's just like, I already had this vibe that like Dak didn't yeah. seem that super friendly. And then I saw that and I was like, Oh, but then again, like I've seen players yell at other players on their team for mistakes before. I mean, like totally. it happens. And, and they're definitely, the there are guys that are leaders in the team that will yell at younger players for getting stupid unsportsmanlike calls and stuff like totally. that. Like, and absolutely, like there's going to be emotion. Coaches yell at players all the time. That's yeah. fine. But I just think in that specific situation with the missed kicks, he doesn't need like, oh my God, I can't believe we even trusted you to kick it. You you missed again. Like he needs, yeah. okay, all right, all right, get yeah, out there. Let's, let's, and, and also- let's move forward. Yeah, I don't know. Maddie, I, I wonder, and we were thinking about this when Stefan Diggs was screaming at Josh Allen. I looked over to one of my coworkers and I was like, what if- like they're at work right now. Like these guys are at their job right now. What if we talk to each other that way? Like, is football the only place where it's okay to scream at each other? No, like, I don't think it's the only place. But I like, mean, we don't scream at our coworkers. 
You know what I yeah, mean? It's, it's just, it's physical and it's emotional. And like, we, we don't scream at our coworkers, but we scream at the TV when we're watching the game. We're not even a part of it. So I can right. see how or the I would scream at the moon when I'm mad that something went wrong. Even you look at like Min- Minka Fitzpatrick and Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward mm-hmm. got a penalty. Wait, so is this episode, when is it okay to yell at your coworker? Yeah. <laughs> when is it okay to yell at your coworkers? I think it's funny too. <laughs> To take football players out of football players and call like them being, coworkers. And call them coworkers because that's what <laughs> they are. Okay. Is it okay to yell at your coworkers? Well, <laughs> okay. But what I'm saying, Minka yelled at, at Sorry, Cam yes. after mm-hmm. after whatever the penalty was, visibly angry. And Cam Hayward was asked about it later on, like, hey, Minka looked pretty upset at you. And he said, Yeah, he was he was mad. That definitely hurt us. And I told him I didn't mean it. I wasn't trying to get that penalty. And he's like, but we talked about it after the game. We're all good. good. Like, good. he's my guy. And so I do see, like, the heat of the emotions, especially in that context. Yes. Again, not, not like everybody in the office. Like, you're going to exactly. yell at someone. You're not but, putting I mean, heads all, on and going to battle. <laughs> but, I mean, I think you could equ- equate it to, like, maybe being short with someone or like snapping at someone unintentionally, like you're really stressed, you're working on something, someone messes up or someone gets in your way, you might Mm -hmm. be short with them or you might snap at them. And I think that in the the context of of like the lack of physicality and emotion in an office setting, I feel like that's maybe comparable to the yelling. But bottom line is I just didn't like that he singled out the one player. Like if, if (sighs) he missed a kick, like whenever you throw an interception, does Brett Maher run out there and say, we should have just kicked it because Dak missed a kick, uh, threw an interception. Uh, like, no, he doesn't. Right. Because that's your guy and you stand by your guy. You stand by your coach. And it's not going to help. You can't go back in time and take away the interception. Yell right, at the coach. Good. Say, but Absolutely. it's just like, hey, coach, next time can we go for two? And I think you should always go know. for two. I don't know. I'm crazy, <laughs> I though. Think, I mean, I, I agree. They should have gone for two in that situation. But I just didn't yeah. like the way that it felt like the way that Team Lair handled it was the way that probably it should have been handled. And- right. I don't think that that team was ready to be – I mean, if they're screaming at each other, that's not a team that's ready to win a Super Bowl. Sorry, Dallas. But I do think a team who's ready to win the Super Bowl – and we will get into predictions because – I think our next Hot or Dead segment, Maddie, is going to basically be our Super Bowl matchup. I think I think we need to end the episode with who we think is going to be. Yeah, Hot or Dead, truly. I think that's it. Let's just let's get right into it. And then we'll... Hot or Dead, round three. We'll leave you with that. The NFC, it is going to be the 49ers in the Super Bowl. They are winning the NFC. Sorry, Philadelphia. Knocking them off the horse. I think they're both hot, but I'm going to agree with you, Charlotte, just to speak it into existence. The 49ers are going to win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl. I like the way that sounds, Charlotte. And also my friend Emily, friend of the show, a couple years ago, it's a funny story. She said it was when Jimmy Garoppolo was like the guy in the Remember a couple years ago, they were going to the Super Bowl. And Mm -hmm. she said it would be so funny to get sweats and write Garoppolo across the butt. Do you remember when like writing across the butt was a thing back in like the early 2000s? So she says if they're going to the suit and I'm saying this on air because I want it to I want to hold her accountable if it happens. If the 49ers go to the Super Bowl, regardless of whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo will play, perhaps maybe as a backup, she will get Garoppolo sweatpants. Love it. Absolutely. Love Love it. Love it. 
Love that. Love it. So Bengals Chiefs. I'm gonna stick with I need your- my manifestation and i'm gonna say the chiefs are hot the chiefs have been there the chiefs got this the chiefs are going all the way to the super bowl and the chiefs are gonna win the super bowl and that's what i'm speaking into existence because mainly charlotte that's kind of what i want to happen because i can't root for the Bengals, i can't root for the eagles and maybe i would maybe i would spare maybe i would spare my dislike for the 49ers overall for brock Purdy because i like the um connection but yeah. I think best case scenario, it's not it's not the best case scenario for me, but I think I have to I have to be rooting for the Chiefs to win it all. Chiefs are winning in your book. The Bengals are hot. The Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl this uh, year. I think Charlotte, I, I, I in my gut, deep down, feel like you're right. Don't say it. Don't say it. So but I don't want it to happen. Feel the way you feel. Feel the way you feel. Manifest I it. I don't know. I just don't want it to happen. Yeah, I'm going to manifest. The I Chiefs know. are winning and the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. 49ers, Bengals matchup in Arizona. And I think the Bengals are going to win. And Joe Burrow will be the MVP. Oh, and that is I'm that. too close to this. I'm too close to this. I can't do a real prediction. I'm close. just doing what I See, want to happen right now. As long as it's <laughs> the Eagles. If it's the Eagles in that Super Bowl, I'm going to be so annoyed. But that's why the wild card weekend is fun because you can just pick the teams based on what you actually think is going to happen. You can pick your upsets. But now it's just like all too real. And truly any four of these teams could realistically be our Super Bowl winner if the game was tomorrow. Like four any one of these teams, teams could win it. The four best any teams. Any one of it's these like, teams could win also, it. Also, you say it's like um, winter break. It's also like the end of American Idol where it's no longer the funny auditions and you have the silly matchups. This is like the finals of American Idol where a lot of people are like, "Eh, I don't really need to watch the end of it. Like, I'll just find out the winner. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm into this, but it's hard to pick because they are all so good. I'm excited for the Rihanna concert. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be fun. We will get into that. Very excited for the Rihanna concert. We'll talk more this is a long episode. We got we got into yeah, it, it tonight, Charlotte. We did. We actually did. I did not expect to get... This happens every time. You, you give us a platform time. and a microphone and we'll go. We will that talk. is where we will end this. Thank you guys so much for joining and listening through to we'll the end. We love you. see you next week. <laughs>